Greetings and welcome to HVAC Chats, a series of HVAC episodes by Contracting Business and Endeavor Business Media. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business Magazine and Director of Content for ContractingBusiness.com. HVAC Chats offers insights by guest HVAC contractors into their business management challenges and successes. And we will also provide insight by leaders from various HVAC associations on topics of interest to contractors. Our guests have many years of experience, and we thank them for sharing their insights with you, their contractor colleagues. And we also thank you for tuning in to each new episode. Now on to the show. Welcome to the HFC Phase Down, What It Means for the Industry, a podcast sponsored by Comores. Passed by Congress in 2020 with bipartisan support, the American Innovation and Manufacturing Act initiated the phase down of hydrofluorocarbon or HFC production and consumption in the United States by 2036. This authorized the Environmental Protection Agency to develop regulations for the phase-down of HFCs. The HFC phase-down officially kicked off on January 1st, 2022. Allowances will be issued to domestic producers and importers for 2022 and 2023, with additional rulemaking to cover 2024 and beyond. Comores has invested more than $1 billion in research and development, manufacturing assets, and downstream product and application development on low GWP, hydrofluorolefin, and HFC technologies, and remains committed to the ongoing development needs of customers throughout the HFC phase-down in the United States and globally. Comorza's portfolio of products has been specifically developed to meet the changing global regulatory landscape while maintaining or improving performance compared to the products they replace, and to reduce the environmental footprint of specific applications. Thanks for joining us on this podcast. I'm Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business. And during this podcast, Comers will discuss the importance of the phase down for the industry, including contractors, technicians, and OEMs, and how to prepare you and your business for the upcoming 2024 HFC phase down of 30%. And we will address the transition to lower global warming potential refrigerants addressing retrofits, and the new generation A2Ls. Joining us today, our first, Charles Allgood, technology leader of refrigerants for Comores. He holds a PhD in chemistry from the University of Delaware. And for 25 years, Chuck has held a variety of research, technical service, and market development assignments, and currently leads technical support, training, and applications development for the Option and Freon brand refrigerants. Chris Piles is North American HVAC project lead for Comores. Chris has been in the HVAC industry for 15 years and has worked for major OEMs and specializing in building acceptance of cutting edge technology to the North American market. I'm going to start by asking first, why is this phase down important to the industry, Chuck? Yeah, thanks, Terry. Uh, thanks for having us. It's great to be here. So, you know, a simple answer to your question, why is this so important, I think, is because it's going to touch just about everybody uh, in the HVCR industry. 
Um, as you mentioned, the AIM regulations, which are in effect now, there's really three parts of that. One's the HFC um, phase down, and which limits production uh, of HFCs. Uh, there are other parts that we're going to be finding out more details, uh, sector-specific uh, requirements around what refrigerants can be used and what applications. We should be seeing that later this year. And then a part around you know handling uh, of HFCs and, and refrigerants and, and involves stuff like uh, reclaim in those topics. So if you think about, you know, phasing down HFCs, that's going to put some supply and demand uh, pressure on the industry and will impact uh, existing equipment, existing refrigerants that are needed for service of things that are out there as well as new. So things with high GWP, like 404, 507, even 410A, are going to uh, feel the pressure uh, and the industry is going to start to transition. So things like retrofits uh, that have been done in the past will be important going forward. And then you have the whole new uh, prospect of new equipment, what refrigerants are going to go in what systems. And that's uh, a lot of uh, the work OEMs have been doing uh, to work on developing uh, HFO solutions and HFO refrigerants. Some of those, a lot of those are mildly flammable. This new class of A2L refrigerants is something that the industry is going to uh, need to get trained and comfortable to use. So uh, in short answer, it's an important transition. We're really going to touch just about everybody who works in HVACR. Uh, Chris, I don't know if you have anything else to add to that, but please. Um, well, really, the only thing I have to add is uh, with HVAC, they're, they're, they're really not looking at doing any retrofit. So for commercial refrigeration, yeah, you have retrofit options, but with HVAC, it's just going to be new equipment using a new refrigerant. So um, we're just going to need to do a lot of training. We're just going to need to make sure you and your crew all understand what is changing, what's different about the technology, what's different about the refrigerant. Uh, but it is coming. It, it's an eventuality that's, um, that's kind of upon us right now. So uh, it is an important thing to know about and to get as much training as you can on it. That is the key word, Chris, training, that I have heard often throughout my travels to trade shows. But how can contractors and technicians best prepare for the transition, including the training aspect? Sure. Let me uh, let me start off. I, I would say maybe four things I would advise uh, workers in the industry to do. Uh, first, obviously, is educate yourself or prepare to be educated. Uh, ongoing training, continuing education, uh, listening to podcasts like this, reading signing up for your uh, you know, favorite sources of, of, of newsletters, of following bloggers. There's a, a ton of online information, uh, websites to visit. Comores does a lot, but there's a lot of others in the industry as well. So continuing education would be one. Second, I would say stay connected to refrigerant manufacturers. We've been doing this for a while. We've been working on these, this new generation of things. Uh, and we're starting to talk about it more and to share it and develop a lot of materials. Uh, a side note on the uh, staying connected with refrigerant manufacturers, anytime there's a transition, there's always an opportunity for some uh, unsorted behavior, I would say. We've seen it in the past, whether it's illegal imports or smuggled refrigerant, uh, even counterfeit refrigerants, things that aren't, aren't what they appear to be. You need to be on the lookout for those and, uh, and staying connected to a refrigerant manufacturer supplier that you know and trust uh, is important. Third, I think it's a good time to revisit best practices, things that we've done, been doing all along or should have been doing, things like you know, maintenance, preventive maintenance, leak uh, detection, leak repair, 
recovery, recycle, reclaim, uh, end of life disposable, all those best practices, uh, even things around brazing and uh, all those things we've had guidance on there. It's a good time to revisit all those and make sure you're doing things the best way possible. And fourth, I would just say A2L training. There's a lot of training that's going to have to take place. Uh, Camors is doing a lot. Uh, I'll let Chris kind of explain some of the training opportunities and, and offerings that that Camors has. Camors has, but go ahead, Chris. Right. Thanks a lot, Chuck. The, um, now, as far as training goes, training really is—it's uh, my hot button. Um, we really do want to make sure that all the contractors, all the technicians, everybody is getting the right training. You're, you want to go to the most reliable sources that you've, you've, you've been using for the past few decades, right? So like ACA, ACA's got a great course. ESCO's got a great course. Nate's got certifi certified courses. Actually, all of these guys offer a, a certificate of completion, right? So even our trainings that we do um, from Comort, um, a guy named Don Gillis, he'll deliver like a two-hour training, very in-depth, answer all your questions. And at the end of it, you are also certified that you've gone through this A2L class. Now, that's probably the best type of information uh, that you can get. But also, if you go around and you go to these industry events, um, for instance, iHockey is having something in November, right? They do every year. And um, the speakers there are going to be experts in the field. So at these industry events, you're going to see little breakout sessions for A2L. And they will be applicable to if you're in commercial refrigeration or if you're in HVAC. So please make sure that you're going out and you're making, you're getting to reliable sources. Um, there's even websites uh, like HVAC School. There's a guy named Brian Orr, right? He runs a very tight website and he does his own podcast. And if you were to go onto his website, you'd see 200 plus um, tech tips on everything when it comes to everything that a technician needs to know when he's out in the field. So really, there's reliable information out there, and just do the best job you can to make sure that you're not pursuing information that might uh, be leading you astray a little bit. Uh, now, if you're going to go to the Camores website, you would be able to get on there and see um, uh, all the information that we have about laws and regulations. But we've got a ton of stuff. If you're interested in the AMAX, if you're interested in the phase-down schedule, or what's going on with um, with anything so that has to do with carb or anything like that, that's all going to be available on our website. Um, we also have a lot of technical information. If you're an engineer or if you're looking at doing a retrofit and trying to weigh your options, right? So there's really a lot of really good information that we have. Um, let's see. And then there's also ways to contact us through the website, right? You can just send us an email through there asking a question, or you could even call us at, um, at our text to tech hotline, right? It's 1-800 433-TECH, uh, or it's 1-800-433-8324. But uh, yeah, if you call those guys, and you'll, they'll be ready to answer any question that you have. We've got engineers, we've got um, technical specialists, we've got everybody who, who could answer your question available to be able to talk to you. So um, there's, there's a lot of great information out there. You just want to make sure you're going to the right places. That's the biggest thing with training. Thanks, Chris. And how has Camores prepared for the transition to lower GWP products, Chuck? Um, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, you know, we've been uh, preparing uh, for quite a while and, uh, and our scientists uh, with the lab, uh, lab coats on back in the laboratory when these products are being developed, um, we understand them kind of inside and out and what will be different about them and how they will be used. So, uh, you know, I think, 
I think in the industry, there is always a little bit of uneasiness with any kind of change. You know, I'm old enough to have been around when we, you know, switched from mineral oil to POE. And that was, you know, concern and a, lot, and a lot of questions around that. But we got through it. We started using refrigerant blends and had to worry about things like temperature glide and uh, dew point and bubble point and how to measure superheat and subcooling. And, you know, we were able to kind of explain that, get people comfortable with it. Um, 410, when 410A first came out, you know, oh, it's high pressure. Uh, it's going to be a problem. But well, we got used to that. So I think, you know, Camorris is very bullish on training and so then technical support. We have an 800 number. I don't know if Chris mentioned that, but uh, we've been doing a lot of the behind the scenes work ourselves and working with, you know, major training organizations that were mentioned uh, with the OEMs uh, as the new equipment with the new refrigerants is rolled out. So, you know, we've been working kind of behind the scenes, but we're pulling back the curtain now. It's, it's prime time. The phase down is underway. The transition is right ahead of us. Uh, so you're going to be seeing more and more uh, stuff and valuable stuff from Comores. Well, uh, Chris, how have contractors and technicians been responding to the incredible amount of information and advice that they have seen out in the field? Well, Perry, this is a, a kind of a funny question, and it really does turn around and look back at where people are getting their training from. Okay, so if you have uh, if you have contractors and technicians that are going out and getting uh, getting trained up by the experts, the experts are kind of walking them through it, and it's it's easy to understand. They understand why it's happening. They understand the pace of the phase down. They understand what an A2L means as far as when it compared to an A1 or to an A3. So the people who are getting this training are pretty comfortable. Now there's a good amount of the group that is finding some information they've heard about the phase down, they've heard about that this whole thing is coming and they're getting not official training. What they're getting is um, kind of rumor-based. And so there is some confusion out there about the new refrigerant. And so um, that's, that's another reason that we're continually underlining uh, the fact that people need to go out and get reliable training. Um, so, so we do see two different groups. And then there is a third group. We just had our, um, our house, our, our, the system on our house replaced and I went out and talked to the technician and I asked them what they know about A2Ls, what they know about the refrigerant change. They had no idea, right? So there's a large group of technicians right now that just made it through the, um, through the new steer ratings. They just made it, you know, they just made it to the, uh, to the new efficiencies for the equipment this year. And they haven't heard about the refrigerant changes yet. So that's kind of the three groups that we're seeing. And so it is very important that we continually, everybody in the industry, continually beats the drum of training, 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 get educated because it's coming. Uh, so that's, that's really how we're seeing the response from folks. Um, I don't know, if Chuck, if you have anything else, if you've seen other stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reminded of a, a, a quote I really like that I just, uh, I just read the other day. It said, when the winds of change blow, some people build walls, other people build windmills. And uh, I thought that was kind of insightful, you know, that we could dig our heels in and grumble about the change or we can really, you, you know, use, embrace it and use it a chance to educate ourselves, be a leader and, and develop uh, an advantage for our business, for ourselves, upskill ourselves. Uh, that's why I, we harp on the uh, continuing education and getting training. So, uh, yeah, I, I think I think the industry will come along. And, uh, you know, I heard Don Gillis say the other day, he 
he's convinced that the transition to A2Ls beyond 410A to things like 454B is going to be easier and smoother than the actual transition from R22 to 410A. So I hope that's the case. I, I tend to believe that. That's great. And we will be addressing the new generation of A2L refrigerants uh, in a future podcast. But I think we cannot overstate the main resources that Comores offers for those who do have questions. Would you review those for us again? Yeah, Chris, you want uh, to take sure. that? Uh, yeah, let me, let, me, uh, let me start with this one. The, um, something that we didn't talk about very much is the um, Comores has a YouTube channel. And while a lot of folks are drawn to YouTube, we do have an official channel. And on there, we've got playlists, right? One of them is an A2L playlist. And it, in different languages, you've got Spanish, English, French, Italian, uh, from all over the place, you have these videos that do a very good job of running down through the information that people need to know about A2L refrigerants and how they compare, right? So we've got, um, I think there's 25 or so videos on just that playlist alone. Um, we've got multiple playlists but then another extremely valuable thing that we have on the YouTube channel is, uh, is its own channel called um, Check Up with Dr. Chuck. And that's Dr. Chuck Allgood, who's my partner on this, on this podcast. And he's got 47 plus videos um, that all have to do with all refrigerants, right? Refrigerants in general. And, and so they're very informative. They're quick little five minute videos where he does get into some light information and he does go he does deep dive on some very serious information so um really we have a lot of videos that we put out uh to help with the training if you only have five minutes if you're grabbing a sandwich and you're waiting in line right that kind of stuff so um we do have things there on youtube um when you do go over to our website option.com you can pull in and pull in information about all the different refrigerants that we have if you're in commercial refrigeration or if you're over in hvac uh, we've got information for you, okay? There's little animations on there. Again, a ton of technical information and contact numbers, right? If you want to just reach out and talk to somebody and say, I, I don't understand uh, the information I'm seeing about Glide on this product. Can you walk me through it? What does this mean to me? I'm in America. I do the Fahrenheit. I'm not a Kelvin guy, right? That kind of thing. So feel free to call our guys. Feel free to, to ask the questions that are bugging you, right? So um, the more information you know, the better. And, uh, and we, we really push it hard, like we've been saying. Well, that's fantastic information that you've both provided. And I wanted to thank both Chuck and Chris for joining us on this podcast. There will be five more podcasts in this series from Comores about how to best prepare for the transition to alternative refrigerants. This is Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business. I want to thank all of our listeners for joining in and for our guests for participating in this podcast. This is Terry McIver, Editor-in-Chief of Contracting Business. Have a great day. That wraps up this episode of HVAC Chats. Thank you, as always, to our guests and to you, our beloved listeners. If this is your first time listening to HVAC Chats, be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. And if you are a regular listener, 
please share the podcast with your colleagues who would find our episodes valuable. Until our next episode, you can find us on contractingbusiness.com. This is Terry McIver. Have a great day, everybody.